Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back here with our Survivor preseason interview series for Survivor 35, episode number six. And we are back once again to hear what Josh Wiggler brought back from his preseason interviews in Fiji for the sixth time. Welcome back, Josh Wiggler. How are you? I'm doing well. I brought back a piece of coral for everybody. Ooh, uh, yeah. is that against the rules? Are you allowed to? Is it against the rules? I didn't uh, before I announced it. I took the stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, Josh, we're going to be hearing from two more of the Survivor 35 alumni. So who do you have for us today? Well, last time we spoke to a hero and then a healer. Let's talk to a healer and then a hero this time. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to be talking to, we're going to be, we're going to be flipping the deal. We're going to flip the deal. We're going to talk to Desi Williams, uh, who I kept calling Desiree because that's her full name. And no one told me that she prefers Desi until it was way too late. So I apologize for that. Uh, she does prefer Desi. So dis, uh, disregard every time I said Desiree. Uh, so we'll start with Desi of the Healers Tribe. And then we will talk to Ashley Nolan, lifeguard on the Heroes Tribe. Feeling mighty confident about her abilities to to weather the weather out there in Fiji, to weather the elements. Uh, so, yeah. So those are the two people that we are going to be exploring further in today's podcast. Okay. So very excited to hear from Desi. And she was somebody that was featured in the most recently posted edition of First One Out. And she really does get a glowing review from Jeff and Matt and Everybody that seems to talk about her. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think across the board, too, you hear that a lot from her own castmates in the uh, in the in their assessments of her in the pregame, uh, just what they're thinking of her just based on on looks and the way she's interacting with people at Ponderosa. Uh, a lot of people very high on Desi. And that was like the thing that kind of alarms me is like if people are so high on you, if people like can tell that like you're that awesome so swiftly is that like the new obvious target type of deal? Uh, I, I said this in first one out, but I felt incredibly uh, confident in Desi's ability to play this game very, very well, if given the chance, to the point that I very nearly made her my winner pick, um, you know, leaving this interview, leaving the the series of interviews. Uh, but I was, I, I suddenly got flashbacks to like, I've been here before. You were shook. What, what was this? And it was the, the Mari Takahashi thing which was, again, like a professional gamer, somebody who is not a huge Survivor super fan by any stretch of the imagination, but somebody who could adapt to the rules and somebody who has studied up and has done their homework. And that person just got, you know, gets blasted out super fast. So I started worrying that maybe that could be the fate that awaits Desi. Who knows where it's actually going for Desi, but I do think that she is somebody who comes across as very intelligent. She is a recruit by her own admission, but she is a recruit who has studied up. A big fan of the Bloomberg loves why blank lost listen to a lot of rhap we'll talk about that in this conversation as well uh but i'm gonna be really excited to get your take on her absolutely rob uh like i really want to see what your analysis on desi is after you hear my conversation with her for the uninitiated uh desi is 27 she is from uh, newport news virginia she is uh currently working as a physical therapist and now uh here she is with josh wiggler uh desiree 
You're on Rob Has a Podcast officially right OMG. now. OMG. Uh, before we came on here, just a quick little shout out to David Bloomberg. You have a fan out here. I do, yeah. I Did lo- David Bloomberg prep you for this game? I wish. If no. you win all credit to David Bloomberg? I, I won't go that far. Okay, no. like 2% credit. He can have 2% credit. 2% yeah, seems that's, like a fair deal. Yeah, I Hold up. Just two, did I did I negotiate that poorly? Well, yeah, I, I, like whatever you negotiated, that uh, yeah. David Bloomberg will take one hundred and fifty percent of the credit. Two <laughs> percent is going to go a long way for David yeah. Bloomberg. Yes, yes, uh, that uh, he may have a new ringtone after oh this. Oh my god! Yes. Okay like to listen to the tips as to why people lose and, and the rules to not lose. Okay, so the first one, pretty general. Why are you on Survivor? I'm a competitor. I like to win. I like to show people that I'm stronger and faster and smarter than them. So basically I like to kick ass and that's why I'm here to Take hopefully... Some Kick some ass. Uh, who are you going to try to play like? People from Survivor history. Anybody that you want to emulate their play style. Uh, it's hard because the, the winners are also different um so i have the winners that i like but i know that i can't play like them tony is obviously a very entertaining winner you're a tony I, fan i am no i am a tony Good. fan i'm glad <laughs> we're, we're on the same page but now. i'm no tony um i i certainly like sandra's philosophy of anybody but me and i will certainly go by that as um when it makes sense um so it, it didn't bode well for her uh oh wait my spoiler. No, no, no. Everybody knows at this point. <laughs> I was going to say. This is coming out long after the past. Our tears have dried. Okay. You know, we've, right, we've gone over the fall of the queen at okay, this point. Okay. We're okay. Great. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I really like Andrea. Um, I think she's done a good job of kind of like laying low and being helpful around camp. And although she's obviously making social connections, um, I mean, she hasn't gone to tribal to be voted out this time around. Yeah. Um, but I think she is an evolving player and I think I'm playing I would play more like how she's playing now than she's played in the past um, so before she was young and, and obviously a young player and I think that can work against you because when you're 20 years old you've never really had to form relationships with a 40 year old um, so I like her she's good in challenges she's a good social player she helps around camp and I think she's laying low, just low enough to not be a big threat in the game and uh, go far who is your least favorite Survivor player of all of the Survivors you've seen? Oh, my least favorite. Ugh, Debbie. Debbie! Oh, I can't stand Debbie. What what drove you nuts about Debbie? Everything. <laughs> I mean, like, the way she talks, the way she acts, she's a little hard to look at. Like, I just don't... Like- Hold up. Ouch. Ouch. Debbie. Not a Debbie fan. Mm-mm, Not a Debbie yeah, fan. I'm ready um, for it to go. How do you plan to start? How do you plan to start Survivor? So day one rolls around. You get your feet on the beach. You're with your tribe. What is the ideal first day in this game for you? <laughs> the ideal first day is to build a solid shelter. <laughs> um, but I just want to be helpful. So, I mean, try not to take the leadership role. I don't want to say this is where we're going to build camp and this is where the fire pit should go. But just say, what can I do to help? And then be as helpful as possible. Um, and just not complain. I think that's the way to go. It's just don't piss anybody off. Cool. Uh, are you going to spend a lot of time looking for idols? Is that going to be a part of your game? I, I go back and forth. Like, I want to look for idols, but it's hard for me to conceptualize, um, like, how to go look for an idol with the whole production team following me without everybody else getting suspicious. Um, so I'm, I'm going to have to first figure out how this whole production team works to then be able to sneak off and get an idol without getting caught. Do you have any tips? No, but I think that's a really (laughs) smart answer. I think that's a really smart answer. Um, 
How much Survivor have you seen? You and I were talking a little bit uh, before we came on for this podcast. Uh, you're a recent Survivor fan. Re- yeah, yeah. But you've watched a lot since? I've watched, yeah, a decent number of seasons. Uh, yeah, at least... I mean, I, I don't... Not in comparison to you, probably. Sure. But at least seven. You, you can. I yeah, don't have right. a lot in my life, but right. I've got that. At least seven or eight seasons. Okay. But I've, I've tried to do it strategically in that, like, I watch an episode and then I listen to some podcasts so that I'm not just, like binge watching Survivor. Hearing some outside analysis. Right, right. Which can sometimes be helpful and sometimes be confusing and sometimes there's a little too much other talk that I don't understand. For sure. Uh, I apologize. (laughs) 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 No, it's it's part of having a podcast, right? Hey, what do you mean distractions when we're in the middle of a point? That makes no sense to me. That seems like a... She must be listening to a different podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. We never do that. That's never happened even on this very podcast right this second. <laughs> no. No, never. not at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. Just stretch it out and then make it last. Of course. Do you have a favorite season of the seasons that you've watched? Hmm. I have. I think my favorite winner is Natalie from Blood vs. Water. I don't know that it's my favorite. I like that. Though. Yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite season, but I like her a lot. Cool. Uh, next question is, what was the best advice you received before you came out here? From anybody. I, it's hard to tell what's good advice at this point, because uh, we haven't started the game, and I don't know how I'm going to play the game What yet. feels like good advice so far? Anything that's, like, echoing in your head? I, I think the biggest piece of advice that I keep hearing over and over again is the moment you feel that you're safe in the game, that's when you're probably going home. Um, so I've got to keep that in the back of my mind, is that this is a game, and I can't truly trust any of these people. Yeah. Um, what's the sneakiest thing you'd be willing to do out here? What is like the most underhanded, outside the box, crazy thing that you're willing to do to win Survivor? I mean, I think it, you have to play day by day. So whatever it takes to win. I you're mean, not going to burn any socks. You're not going to do any like no, hiding things. No, no, I wouldn't. Camp. I wouldn't burn socks or like toss the rice out into the fire. Like that's. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't do anything to like affect all of our sustenance um would you go through people's bags anything like that i don't know that i'm above going through somebody else's bag if the opportunity arises they leave their bag lying out and nobody else is around i might go through it on you yeah Yeah. (laughs) um what are other players going to dislike about you is there something about you that you know uh uh-oh this could be bad um, so I'm going to try to bite my tongue so that they don't like the fact that I'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty outspoken. I like to say what I'm thinking, uh, but I know that rubs people the wrong way. Uh, so that's one thing. Two, I can be a bit of a flirt. Um, and while the guys may not mind that, I think there's girls who will, especially like the bitch face girl. Which one is that? No, maybe I didn't, I didn't say that about <laughs> Oh, um, she's like the tall, she's tall and has... Kind of past shoulder length, dirty blonde okay. hair. She doesn't smile much. The only child. As, as this podcast has come out, you guys are best friends, so you can apologize to that. That's right. Yeah. Know. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Hold up, Josh. Uh, do you have an ID on this person? I do. In fact, we're going to hear from her in a couple of minutes. Oh, you planned it this way. No, it just worked out that way. <laughs> but it was very much on okay. my mind as soon as She's I was sitting next Ashley. to Ashley. I was like, okay. "Oh boy, awkward." I, I'm sure I read you all wrong. <laughs> um, so you think so that that's I, the kind of thing? I think that might piss off other girls. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, the final one, it's a straightforward question. Why should people pick you to win Survivor? Why are you going to be the person at the end on day 39 who's going to claim that million-dollar check? I've tried to be a student of the game. Um, like I said, I wasn't just watching blindly and kind of coming up with my own predictions. I listened to 
Rob has a podcast. I listen to the Survivor Fans podcast and have tried to have a very objective eye in listening. Um, and so I think it kind of helps that I'm not a longtime Survivor fan because I think some people come into the game so rigid in their strategy that they're not willing to be flexible. Um, my daily life is about being flexible. In one breath, I'm talking to someone who works for me who's 40 years my senior. Not 40, 20 years my senior. I it may be 40 years my senior. Um, <laughs> and then the next breath, I have to turn around and interact with uh, 18, 19, 20-year-olds. So I think I have the good social skills to play the game. Um, I'm certainly physically competitive, but maybe not as physically threatening as some of the other folks in this game. So I think that'll bode in my favor as well. Um, and I can not complain. So I think what gets to a lot of people is people are complaining about the conditions. Like, yeah, we're living outside. Yeah, it sucks. But we're also in Fiji. So suck get it up. And, it. Yeah, get over it. Cool. So I think all those things together hopefully will take me far in the game. And, and we'll see what I have to do strategically after the merge to build up my resume to hopefully get the jury votes. Is resume a trigger word for you, Josh? Not for me. I don't have any problem with resume. It's part of the vernacular. Like a lot of people get, for you? Yeah, I think a lot of people uh, get worked up when oh, they sure, hear sure, Survivor sure, players sure, yeah, talk yeah. about resume. Yeah, well, you know, that's going to happen right about now. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> furiously writing about that right now. Yeah. Um, doesn't bother me that much. I think that there's validity to it. Uh, maybe it's a, I don't know. It's it's very modern. It's modern. Mm-hmm. I don't mind the modern survivor. Yeah, Desi looks on paper to be somebody who is a major, major threat in this game. Uh, that, as Jeff uh, put it so well in first one out uh she really is the uh total package she seems like that she can get along well with everybody she's physically uh fit she's uh very attractive i mean she has everything that you would want in a player one of the things that i'm a little tentative about is i hear her saying a lot of the things she's not gonna do where it's like i know the rules i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that i'm not going to uh you know i'm gonna bite my my tongue i'm gonna but i don't hear a lot of okay i but and then i am gonna do this that's just that's a little bit more open-ended in terms of okay i'm gonna just adapt to whatever gets thrown my way which is good but i feel like that she may end up being so worried about what not to do she could be a little tentative about what to do about what to do, right. She could be a little bit frozen instead of just being able to move a little bit more freely. That sounds like a little careful not to make a mistake. What do you think about the idea of it's it's almost advantageous to not have watched a ton of Survivor because then you're not so hung up on stuff? Like, that's something that she floats out there. Do you buy that, or would you say it is better to be a super-duper fan uh, than to, to not be a super-duper fan of Survivor? Well, I've really seen it go both ways, and I feel like in Big Brother, because the game is so long, I do think that there is a little bit more of a learning curve where you you can come into Big Brother and be a recruit. And then by day 50, you're as good as if you would have seen it. But this is only a 39-day game. So you do have to start making moves quicker. So I do prescribe that people at least know some survivor and have at least seen a few seasons going into it. You don't need to have seen 
20 seasons, but if you've seen at least three or four, because it's really hard with that small sample size of, oh, okay, I watched Kagiyan and Tony won and Tony did this. So this is how you win. But you need to see, oh, okay, you could win like this or you could win like this or you could win like this. So it's not necessarily a one size fits all. You don't need to have seen everything, but I think you want to have seen it play out a couple different ways so you know that, oh, okay, just because they did this in this season or they merged on this day doesn't mean it's the same thing in every game. I would be really curious and not to put you on the spot. So feel free to just we'd be distracted anyway. But I would love to hear like what your five seasons you would hand to somebody who's about to play Survivor and has never seen Survivor are like which five seasons would you watch as just this is your homework. You only have time for five seasons. Okay, these are the five you need to see because there's different play styles here, different versions of the game playing out, different types of victories. That would be really uh, I'd be fascinated to know what your playlist would be. Sounds like an off season podcast to me josh sounds fun i like okay. it someone remi- coming uh, in january the five yes. seasons you need to watch before you go play survivor somebody bookmark that because that's fun i would love <laughs> to a good one that. that is a good yes. one all right but i know i'm high on desi coming into this season okay cool all right so let's talk ashley ashley is up next and <laughs> we already got a little bit of a preview of ashley from desi uh which is sad uh, but she was not unique in that assessment. Uh, if you look at the Ashley article up on THR.com slash Survivor, it's a sort of similar story where a lot of people were remarking on Ashley being kind of unfriendly seeming around Ponderosa, just a little bit stoic, a little bit cold. I don't know about uh, how you'll feel about it. I mean, certainly I think the first one out interview with Ashley kind of reveals a different energy to her than what's being described. Uh, I had a really fun time speaking with Ashley. I didn't have to play Survivor with Ashley, so maybe it's a different story. But I'm going to be very excited to get your take on this. Yeah, I actually really liked what she was saying in her interviews, but I think that maybe it's something that... uh, And, you know, Sarah Lucina said that this is something that she deals with as well, where... People seem to have one opinion of her when they are just looking at her, but then maybe it's a different opinion they have of her when they interact with her. Yeah, so we'll see if that's something that translates. And yeah, absolutely, that was the situation with Sarah Lucina. When I interviewed her for Game Changer, she was talking about how, oh, I think people might be thinking this of me. And she was absolutely correct that that's what a lot of people were thinking about for her. And she won. She won the whole season. So, you know, you never really know. But Ashley is on the Heroes Tribe. She is a lifeguard. She lives her life outside. Had an office job for a hot minute. Decided she would rather be surfing. So she got a job that can kind of combine a little bit of professionalism as well as being outdoors. So she manages a team of other lifeguards and all of this really good heroic stuff that makes her a hero. Uh, And I will be curious to get your take on whether she has what it takes to be a Survivor winner, potentially. And of course, as a lifeguard and people have commented on her, we will see if she is able to overcome a case of the resting beach face. She talks about her beach feet. She has her beach feet ready. In she the always beach. talks about her beach feet. Yeah. yeah. Beach feet is definitely a, is a <laughs> you buzzword your beach for Ashley. feet ready and then your beach yeah. face ready for Survivor. Oh, my God. All right. Well, let's put our beach faces on and let's listen to, uh, to the great Ashley Nolan. Ashley, you are on Rob Has a Podcast right now. I am not Rob. I'm Josh. I'm here on his behalf. Well, that's confusing. That is very confusing. <laughs> uh, we're basically the same person at this point. We spend a lot of time together. Okay. Are you ready? Hold up. To- okay. I'll take it. I mean, I feel like we've merged. Okay. That's good. No? Never okay. assume a merge. 
You know, I feel like we got like one or twin upside. Okay, I'll take it. I'm ready. Okay, so let's start off with an easy one. Why are you on Survivor, Ashley? To win a million dollars. Pretty easy. <laughs> That's, I mean, the first reason, obviously. Um, why else? Uh, I, I feel like I have an ego to uphold, <laughs> or kind of a, I have a little bit of a pride thing. I, you know, when when I went to the interview, it's like I, I think I can get on there, but we'll see. Never in my wildest dreams what I've gotten on here so then as soon as I went and got that first phone call like maybe we're gonna pick you and I'm like no you're absolutely gonna pick me and here's why so it's like kind of just like to prove to myself like I am exactly what they want and I've already proven that I am exactly what it takes that that I I have exactly what it takes to win and I'm here to prove that cool Um, who are you gonna try to play like anyone from Survivor history whose game you would like to model yours after or anybody who you respect as a Survivor player that you'd like to channel some of that um, I know in your bio it says Richard Hatch, which is a great answer because he is the first winner. Well, because he's the, yeah, I mean, he was the first winner. He did it right. He did it without anyone to look up to. So you got to kind of look at how he played. And it's like, um, is that going to still work? Now, you know, at that time that was more of, you know, I respected his personality. He was fun. I thought, hey, he's the guy that walked around naked. He was doing something right. You know, he enjoyed his time out there and still won. But, you know, the way the game has evolved, um, it's got to be... It's got to be much more than just what Richard had, Richard had to offer. You know, it's a lot more cutthroat these days. So, not to say I want to play um, necessarily like this person, but you know, Sandra, she's the only one that won twice and made it. After winning twice, it's incredibly how far she's made it um, this far in this in this next season. Because you'd think only people with half a brain would keep somebody around that long. That- Hold up, they could have just done this season as uh, people who love Sandra versus people who hate Sandra. It sounds like there would be like 10 people versus two at this point. Yeah, I don't know how the tribe uh, division would work They might have to cast different. Yeah, I think so. Has won twice already. So she's got an incredible game tactic. The way, you know, I do emulate the way that she um, is able to stroke an ego. And I love that about her. And that's something that I'm going in there trying to do is she'll talk to people and she's, you know, she'll talk to somebody who's the next one out in her head, but she'll still talk to them like, you know, you're a strong player and this is why you need to do this because it would be, it would benefit you to do this and you're so strong and I feel like you and I, and you know, she's got that way of like that almost motherly way of stroking the ego where somebody will have their, their mind completely set on voting someone out. And then after talking to Sandra, they're like, whoa, what just happened? Like, what just happened? I'm changing my mind 100% with Sandra, who's won twice. So they know already, like, this has got to be a game, but they still go for it. So that's a that's a quality that I'd like to emulate in this game for sure. Who's your least favorite survivor? Of all the survivors that you've seen, who's your least favorite player? Oh, man. Um, my least favorite. I mean, gosh, I wish I watched more, but of all of the seasons that I've seen... Um, Least favorite, you know, Johnny Fairplay was kind of a dick. <laughs> lie about Grandma, you know. That's like, <laughs> but at the same time, doesn't that make you? That doesn't that make him sort of a favorite in the oh, Survivor aspect? Oh, he's even? legendary. But it's like as a person, like man, you hate, it's that. That's that person you love a man hate at the same Fair time. Fair enough, absolutely. How do you plan to start your ideal day one? You've got your feet on the beach. The game is on. You're with your tribe. How does that perfect first day roll out? With me not being a dick to everyone, that's going to be my plan number one because that's the part that I'm going to be like, all right, 
this is what we need to do because I have all the best ideas and I need to not do that. <laughs> At least not as forcefully as I probably would in normal. Hold up. Uh, this is actually a strategy in Australian Survivor. I know you haven't watched the second no season spoilers! yet. I'm just telling what you. The... Ah, son of a She's peach. on to something. So, no, that first day is just going to be, we're all going to be so excited to talk to each other. So that's going to be good. I just I'd like to get a little piece of everyone and see where their head's at. Just, I know I make quick assumptions about people, so it shouldn't take long to just get in brief conversations with people and just be like, okay, who do I want to still be here? Um, and then, you know, hit the ground running, start start having those deeper conversations with the people that I need to have deeper conversations with. Um, you know, obviously we should, I guess, focus on shelter and fire. It's so funny the way the game is evolved now. It's like that's a secondary thought. <laughs> when we get there, I'm sure it's going to be like, okay, first things first, let's let's survive. Let's make our shelter. Let's build our fire. But but yeah, everyone's first thoughts and already we haven't even started yet is the, the gameplay with the people. So I think the first day is going to be huge and just those first initial reaction or initial... Um, you know, judgments on what these people are like. Are you going to spend a lot of time looking for idols? Is that going to be part of your game? I'm going to spend as much time looking for idols and not be caught. So, but that is the way you've seen Ty in the past is, is a big idol guy. He's been finding a lot this season. And, um, but then again, it's come around to him in a couple tribal councils that where it's like, we know you're looking for idols. So there's a very fine line there of how many to look for and, and whatnot. So I'm just going to keep my eyes open in where it um, where it's not too obvious. How much Survivor have you seen? Are you like a super fan? Are you a new fan? Like, what's your status as a Survivor fan? I'm somewhere in between there. I was like a pretty big fan when it started because me and my dad would watch it together all the time when it first came out. And it was like, that. I mean, that's the reason I'm even on the show is when my dad and I would watch it. He'd be like, you're going to be on that show one day. <laughs> He's like, I can feel it. Like, you would do so well. And we'd sit and talk strategy even then. You're like, this is what I would do. This is what you should do. This is how you do this. And so that, um, I mean, that makes me kind of a super fan for life, I think. But there's been a lot of seasons that I haven't seen. So um, until somewhat recently, I started catching back up on it. And that's when I was like, um, you know, where where'd that dream go of wanting to go on the show? Like, let's bring that back and make it happen. So I've become a bigger fan in the more recent years. Um, and I've done my research to make up for it. Cool. Uh, what was the best advice you received before you came out here? Oh, like I said, I got I got 50-50 advice of um, be yourself and do not be yourself. And so I'm taking that in stride. I'm taking that... I'm taking that 50-50. You know, I know the parts that people think be yourself is going to be helpful, but I also know best advice, don't be bossy because I know I can be bossy and I, and I don't want to be that person that's voted off right away just because of being a little overbearing. Um, so that's, that's going to go far. Cool. What's the sneakiest thing you're willing to do out here? Like what's the, you know, most outside the box, outside your maybe comfort zone, <laughs> underhanded thing you'd be willing to do to win Survivor? Oh, well, I mean, there's no lie that blindsides happen. Um, so that I feel like these days that's not even that sneaky. Telling one thing to somebody and doing another behind their back is like almost par for the course. So um, to go to go further than that, I mean, you know, that I feel like it's just gonna it's gonna come with <laughs> with the game. I'm I'm not sure. I like the uh, you know if I have to like oh man if I have to like take everyone on a wilderness tour to the other side of the island so I can like hide my my own idol or go look for my own idol or something like that um 
Yeah, I don't know. That's okay. a good question. There you go. I'll think sneakier. <laughs> what are other players going to dislike about you? I think this goes back to the 50-50 thing. Yeah. The bossy stuff. Yeah. Stay away from that. Definitely stay away from <laughs> okay, that. Okay, good. Fair I, enough. Th- yeah, that's... Man, this is going to be... My tongue's going to be sore by the end of this game from biting it so much. <laughs> it's going to be rough. All right, last one for you. Pretty simple. Why should people pick you to win? Why are you going to be the person at the end on day 39 who has the million dollars? Because I think it's going to be proven that I'm that I'm playing this game smart and that I am... I'm not really going to be having to fake too much. It's going to be... My my social skills are there. If I home back one or two that are a little overbearing, my... My social skills and my physical skills. Once it, once we hit that merge and there's physical challenge, I have no doubt that I'm going to win all, if not most of those. I'm so confident going into that, and so I think people will admire that for one, for just the physical play that goes into it. So if that jury's sitting there at the end with me and a non-physical player, I'll have that point, you know, or somebody that I've beaten time and time again, I'll have that. But then. I'm going to be real, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been told at home too, like, I'm blatantly honest and that I'm a bad liar, I've been told, but I also, I'm told that, but I feel like still that I'm very sneaky, <laughs> and that if I really want, I can, I can get away with what I want, or kind of, um, skew things my way, so I think I was, I was thinking about maybe going into this with just a very, like, what I'm used to, that very blatant honesty where it's almost like, I don't know why you're telling me this, but you are, and I almost respect that. So if I if I play that that route, I think that'll earn a lot of respect at the end of the game. All right, Josh, that was Ashley. And again, I think that there is some cause for concern here because uh, she uh, seems to have uh, made some people annoyed in her time on the island. The thing about that is like there is a there's a self-awareness to her capacity for that, that she herself owns up to it. I, I wondered about like the balance between that, like. How good is it, like, how good of a sign is it that she acknowledges that she can rub some people wrong and she doesn't want to do that out here versus the fact that that's already started to happen in the Ponderosa phase and she knows that it's a thing that she needs to monitor? Can she monitor it? So these were the questions that I was walking away from that Ashley interview from. I get that she may know that this happens, but if we get a situation where she is sort of confronted with the fact, okay, this has happened, a I have rubbed a person the wrong way, how does she handle it then? Is it sort of just sort of like the awareness of, okay, this is something I'm dealing with, or does she have the capacity to fix that? Or does she just basically tell the person, you suck it up, buttercup? Right. That's the question. Uh, I would love to see her lead her tribe on a on an outdoor excursion while she's looking for an idol, Boston Rob style. That's fun. Yeah, that would be fun. And she would lose them. Uh, that would be uh, pretty good if she could uh, pull that off. So I, I really I, I think she will be fun. I think she will give us good confessional. I worry about her social game. She's tough. She'll be good in the challenges. I think that that is really the uh, the biggest thing going for her as one of the heroes. I think that she's going to be able to avoid the first couple of votes. So hopefully she has enough time to get her legs under her, her beach, her feet beach feet under her. And then hopefully she can build something solid in terms of an alliance. So she doesn't have to worry about sort of like the rogue wrong interaction. 
rogue wrong interactions. Yeah, so the, I mean, this is a stupid comment that I'm about to make. Uh, like, the big question is, like, how does she interact with people? You know, that's the big question for everybody, of course. So that's why it's a stupid question. But I think for Ashley, you know, in the one-on-one environment, I had a great time talking to Ashley. Uh, I thought that it would actually be a fairly quick interview, and it ended up being one of my longest uh, because she's really easy to talk to. She has a lot on her mind. Uh, I had a really enjoyable conversation with her. How is she with people that, um, you know, she has more on the line with? Uh, she's, you know, sleep-deprived or hungry or other people are sleep-deprived and hungry. I think that that's the the question. She's very social. She was very social with me. How is she going to be with the other players? I think that that's the big question that you got to ask yourself when you're trying to figure out how Ashley might do here in Survivor, which, again, is the question you have to ask about everybody. So really, uh, really sharp analysis coming your way from Josh Wiggler today. Yeah, but with the people that we've heard talk about her, I feel like that it has been some of the younger women talking about their interactions with her. She is going to be on the Heroes Tribe where she is going to be the youngest woman where she is going to be paired up with Chrissy and Katrina who are both older than she is and I wonder if they are less likely to be sort of put off by sort of like the way she is carrying herself where there may be more room to try to fix whatever is wrong. So I actually feel like that she's in a good landing spot in the Heroes Tribe. So I think that that helps the overall picture for me. All right. So let's talk about landing spots for Desi and Ashley as you're power ranking the Heroes, Healers, and Hustlers. So I feel like I've got one good and one not so good. I'm going to put Desi as my new number two in the rankings, just behind Cole. So that top three now looks like Cole, Desi, Ryan, followed by Devin, Chrissy, JP, Mike, Lauren, Simone, Patrick, and Katrina. And then Ashley, I'm going to have more towards the bottom. I'm going to slide her in between Simone and Patrick. So she slots in as the new number 10 for me in my power rankings. All right. New number 10. We've got a new number 10 on the board, and we'll have a couple of other people to add to the board in just a minute here. Josh, who is coming up in our next entry? All right. In our next entry, we are going to add yet another hero to the board, and we are going to close out the Hustlers tribe. Uh, We are going to start things off with Ben Drebergen, the second coming of Keith Nail. The second coming of Rancher Rick. Who knows? He just kind of looks like those guys. He may be something else completely, but we're going to talk to Ben first, and then we're going to close out the Hustlers tribe with Allie Elliott, celebrity assistant, Allie Elliott. Uh, those are going to be the next two people that we're going to talk to on these. Okay, podcasts. Ben and Allie coming up next time around. Only three more of these to go. So we are getting close to the nitty gritty. If you've missed any of First One Out, check that out. Go to robiswebsite.com slash first one out to go to our first one out page where you can listen to all of the episodes. I can't recommend it enough. Josh, uh, also this fall, we have got a lot of different live events that are going to be 
be coming up where I am going to be on the road. The first of which is coming up the first week of October. I am going to be at the Hollywood Improv on the night of October 5th, where we are going to be playing the Survivor Match Game. Uh, This has never been attempted before, Josh. Wow. Is Butch invited? He loves matches and he was on Survivor. (laughs) I don't know if he loves matches as much as uh, he loves that good burning wood, but we will get a panel of Survivors where we will be playing the match game. Uh, Do you have watched the match game uh, not in a long time yes it's been a minute uh the new match game is hosted by alec baldwin we're going to do the survivor version of that live on stage at the hollywood improv so if you're going to be in the la area on october 5th you can check that out it's just 15 dollars for the ticket at the hollywood improv go to robinswebsitecom slash match game for that and then also uh be on the lookout for our live show dates in new york in november and in austin texas on December 6th. Plus, uh, Stephen and I are going to be going to Run It Up Reno. Go to the brand new events page on robhasawebsite.com at robhasawebsite.com slash events for ticket information for all of that, Josh. And of course, uh, we look forward to whatever else you are going to be dropping on us on THR. Oh my God. So many things. Lots and lots of things. So stay tuned. For all of that, things and things like that. Yes, follow Josh on Twitter. He is at Round Howard. I'm at Rob Sisternino. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.